Good afternoon and welcome back. Welcome, welcome back to Ground Flow with Jennifer. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. We got a four day because on Friday there was a so-called ice storm. Um, it wasn't as bad as last week's, but still bad enough where schools were closed. So whoop whoop be doo we are here at home because it's cold AF outside. Um, so today I want to recap from my free forming. My goodness, I, <laughs> I don't want to call it a setback, but I inadvertently and advertently did something that I regret but I'm gonna keep it pushing so here's what happened I got influenced (laughs) I I got influenced by you know YouTube and uh, other free-forming women and I just felt like oh maybe my hair needs a foundation to start off from and so I twisted my hair I twisted it and I felt like oh from this point on I'm gonna freeform but then and that was last night that lasted about 30 minutes I took it right out I took that junk right out because I hate it the way it looked all nice and neat and twisted up and and I missed my afro that quickly So I took the twists out. When I took the twists out, I did not, I did not comb or detangle nothing. I just took them out with my fingers and that in turn made little tiny coils all over my head. (sighs) Dear Lord. And so I took a shower. I wet my hair thinking that, oh, it'll go back to the afro, but no, my hair now has a bunch of coils in it, and I'm not, (laughs) I'm not going to detangle it, I'm just going to freeform from this point, so in a sense, I kind of sped up some of the process, because now, It looks like little tiny locks all over my head and, you know, there's separation and, you know, definition and and whatnot. So in a sense, I did speed up my process. I do regret manipulating my hair because now I feel like it's not 100% free form, but like who cares about labels anyway, but for me and my feeling, I feel like I changed the course of where my hair was going to be going. And now it's going to go in a different, totally different direction than what it was planning for itself. And I'm going to live with it. <laughs> I'm going to live with my decision and freeform from this point on. So yeah, that's what happened. 
Um, but I'm still, you know, using headbands and hair clips to just dress it up and look presentable. Define presentable, I know, but to look the part for work. So I'm still on vacation, so I don't care about my hair right now. But like, now I'm thinking like, I could, you know, I have all these tiny little locks all over my head. What what I won't do for work, but we'll work it out. We shall work it out. So if any of you guys out there are freeforming, drop a line. You know, put a, put a comment in and let me know how your journey is going. Um, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week, but like I'm in these Facebook groups with dreadlocks and stuff oh yeah I did talk about it last week but I'm just still so pressed like you know what I'm we have this obsession with length like and I do to a certain extent but not really because if my hair is damaged I'm gonna cut it off like I'm not gonna hang on to it and there's people trying to start their locks with relaxed and damaged hair like what like you really want to I mean for me I would want to lay a foundation like a good healthy foundation not not you know cause I feel like further down the line it might get you know the locks might get weak or something I don't know. I've never seen relaxed hair dreads before. So, I don't know. But girl, just, you know, our obsession with length. Or, like, to wear a wig over your locks until you feel comfortable. You know, it's just... Everybody has their own little journey. Their own little thing that they need to work through. You know, I have mine, like... You know, I felt the need to like, oh, maybe I should lay a foundation for my locks, you know, and put some twists in it. And look at me now, regretting it, regretting it, regret. But yeah, I was just noticing that the other day, like, people really would start their locks with relaxed hair because of the length. It's crazy to me. But I've cut my hair, you know, numerous times. I've been bald more than two times. I mean, it's hair. It's just hair. But I don't know. Something going on. We got, we, you know, from our history, just our standard of, be- of beauty has been ingrained in our heads that it's is not. It's not. And it's sad. But, you know, I'm still working to embrace it. And I hope more and more people wake up to embrace it as well. Coming up next, I will be talking about the Aaron Hernandez 
Netflix special that we watched. I watched. Stay tuned. And we're back here with Ground Floor with Jennifer. Welcome back. And during this segment, I wanted to talk about the Aaron Hernandez saga, like tragedy, okay? Like, my goodness. Ugh. First off, as, as a Christian, I'm working on trying not to judge people and trying to love everyone, which is hard. I mean, come on. But like, you know, when I hear things happen on the news and, and, you know, horrible things and you think in your head like, oh, that guy deserves to go to jail. He needs to be, you know, put to death for what he did and blah, blah, blah. And there's like so much hatred behind it because of what they did but what Jesus would do Jesus would still love that person and that is a hard thing and there are circumstances especially in the Aaron Hernandez tragedy like the mother of Odin one of the victims she's forgiven him you know, in her heart, and you could see it in her face, like, she forget, and that is so hard, and I commend her for it, but in watching this series, like, I felt so sorry for Aaron Hernandez, like, I so much sympathy, and I'm like, you know, struggling with myself, because he's a killer, he's a murderer, like, for no reason seemingly but like I just felt so sorry for the guy and he just had so much going for him and he was beautiful like my goodness that smile I, I mean come on um and he was talented you know, I'm not a football fan. I don't watch it. My ex-husband, oh, he loves them. He loves uh, the Texas Longhorns. Fanatic, like football, football, football. And I, when we were dating, I had to pretend to love it too. And then once we got married, boop, I was out. I was like, I ain't watching. <laughs> I ain't watching that football. But anyway. Um, I digress. What goes into football with all that, that, uh, hitting and tackling and, you know, dude, man, what kind of sport is, and this sport is still allowed and, and, you know, more than a few, a few football players have been diagnosed with that CTE and, you know, multiple concussions and, and brain injuries and you know and we've got peewee football like little kids like I don't, I don't 
I don't understand. And I don't know if that's what contributed to Aaron Hernandez's losing his mind. I mean, they showed his brain with a bunch of holes in it. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, what I didn't like also, like, how they kind of highlighted his sexual orientation. Like, who cares? Like, I don't know. They tried to use it as a reason. Like, oh, people found out he was gay, so he killed them. Like, they went off on a whole tangent with his, his high school buddy talking about they used to do it and and I just felt like it's embarrassing like if I died I don't want a bunch of people to go back and analyze my sexual life and and partners and that's embarrassing man but I guess because he's a murderer, like, nobody has any respect for the guy. So they just air it all out and let's talk about him. But And I watched it. I mean, look at me. I contributed. I watched it. I'm rambling. All this to say that the whole thing was just so sad because, I mean, there's still murders that are unsolved like they were saying well I was reading an article that he was in jail he was joking about having another body that nobody knew about and it could be that of uh, an unsolved case but it's just really sad all around like he didn't have to go that route he had a beautiful fiance a daughter you know, it. if he would have been taken out of that environment and been given a another better environment with good people, man, I don't know. You just never know if it was inevitable or if it could have been prevented. Because early on in his early days, like, he would get away with stuff, too. So, I mean, people enabled him. People let it happen. People swept it under the rug. His little incidents. It's just sad all around. Just very, very sad. Very sad. Coming up next, I will be doing a review of an old movie that I just got around to watching. (laughs) Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Ground Floor with Jennifer. And I'm going to do a movie review of a not-so-new movie. It's new to me, girl, because I've been seeing it, like the cover everywhere, but I didn't really, it didn't click to me like this is something that I needed to watch. Um, 
Ari Aster. I love his work. He is messed up in the head and <laughs> it just shows in the movie. Like he is a genius, but freaky. So I've watched his short films. I've watched Hereditary. Hereditary Girl was scary. He does like, he doesn't do the obvious scary tactics. He goes like psychological, like what's your deepest, darkest fear type scary, you know? My goodness. So, um, this movie that I watched yesterday, twice already, is Midsummer, and I absolutely loved it. And I actually absolutely loved Hereditary, too. Like, with his movies, there's, like, so much symbolism and detail, tiny, intricate details that you have to watch it more than one time to, like, put the story together because, like, it's easy to miss. And all these tiny little details, like, add up to the big, to the big story, so... Anyway, I loved Midsummer. Um, Midsummer was not so much scary like hereditary. It was just freaky and weird, which I also loved too. Um, and uh, the, the cinematography of it, like it's it's based in summertime. And it's winter right now. So, like, it made me feel like, yes, like, I can't wait for... <laughs> I know it's a freaky movie, but I cannot wait for summer. Like, all that sun. Like, throughout the movie, 90% of the movie is sunshine. And I can't wait for that. But for the most part, love the movie. Just brace yourself because Ari does love his head trauma. So... My goodness, it's like like a like a hammer hitting a, a pumpkin. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, he in both in Hereditary too. There was some head trauma, boy. I mean, what? It, it's like what? <laughs> how? Who thinks of this? Ari Aster does, but like. I love his movies, just the plot and the detail and how it all comes together to form a twist at the end is just, I love it. And so I do recommend watching Hereditary and Midsummer, and also his short films are fantastic too. There was one of them that went viral a couple of years ago. I forget the title, but just look up. Ari Aster's short films and you'll find it. It's about this family, seemingly normal family, but the son from a teenage, I guess he's just starting puberty, he fell in love with his father and it just, man, that movie will scar you for life, but watch it. <laughs> um, so it's so weird and freaky and 
Like his twists, man, they're really good. I enjoy his movies. So yeah. Ari Aster, last name spelled A-S-T-E-R. First name Ari, A-R-I. And yeah, watch his films. They're really, they get into, get inside of your head. In a not so pleasant way. You get, uh, you get messed up after watching his movies. Messed up. But I like it. I don't know why, but I just like, I like it. Anyway, coming up next, I will be blessing you off, I guess. (laughs) Blessing you off for the week to come ahead. Stay tuned. And you're back with Grand Floor and Jennifer. I thank you, thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having a fantastic Martin Luther King Day weekend. Um, there was a story that popped up on my timeline about how the bullet didn't kill Martin Luther King. The doctor at the hospital did. And I believe it. I wouldn't put it past them during that time back then I wouldn't put it past them now you know with I don't know Prince and Michael Jack I don't know girl you never know but um just want to take this weekend and especially tomorrow to pay homage to him and um you know it makes me wonder like assassinations used to be popping back then like what what happened like they stopped you know and I just find it weird like I think maybe they instead of like shooting people they're turning towards like injecting people with like cancer and and drug overdoses and stuff like that Right? Is it just me or... (laughs) I mean... Just something to think about. Anyways, thank you so much for watching. Uh, If you follow me on Instagram or if you've been following my blog, 365 Days of Freeforming Locks, um, I try to every single day put up some pictures so that we can see the progression of my hair into freeform locks obviously I've sped my hair up like about two three months like with these little tiny coils oh my god I I regret the decision (laughs) but I'm gonna move forward from now and just my goodness Bless you. My daughter sneezed. So, um, if you are planning on freeforming, don't do what I did, girl. Stick with the plan. 
okay? <laughs> Don't do what I did. I regret it so much, but I'm going to push forward from here. And um, so wherever you follow me, thank you. And I hope that you have a wonderful week. You know what? There was somebody I had to pray for. Yes. There was a young lady. Uh, ooh. Can't remember her name or place, but she died. She went to the ER complaining of shortness of breath and chest pain. And she waited there for two hours and never got seen. She left to go try to find a different hospital where she could be seen. And she died. That is horrible. How many patients do you have that are, you know, serious that you have to let another very serious one wait two hours or four hours I forget how long she was waiting she was waiting a long time like what and of course she was a black female like I you know I don't know if it's just what the news reports but I have not seen a news report yet of a white person or a white female or waiting too long at the ER only to die from their symptoms like they get seen you know when they say they have a symptom they're believed they're like oh we believe you when a black female goes up into the hospital it's like oh they're faking you know over dramatic or whatever they might think they don't take us seriously and we dying And that's not right. So I pray for the young lady. I just... Very unfortunate. But, you know, it's something that the light had to be shed on. We had to shed some light on it because it is happening. And I just pray for her and her family. And... Jesus... And just, I would hate to be seriously, like, in trouble, needing help, and to just be told to sit and wait. So anyway, I will pray for her. I gotta look up her name, because I pray by name. Um, thank you guys for listening, and have a wonderful week. See you on the flip side. Bye.